Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do, and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how-to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Welcome to this episode of She Coaches Coaches. So pleased to have you here. I have got a great roundtable of experts and I have gathered them together and I've asked them one question. Now, I have to tell you, I like doing this. I like asking a group of people the same question. I find that I learn as much as I hope you do. I find that there are people who have amazing experiences and insights and perspectives, and I just find it such a valuable way of spending my time and learning new things. So I brought them together and I asked them this one question, tell me the story of how you signed your first paying client. All right. Now, before we dive in, I am going to share with you my personal experience of signing my first paying client, and I think you're going to be a little bit surprised. So many people say to me, Candy, you just have such a confident way about you. They say, I think that you're always confident. They think that because I look smooth and calm on the outside, that I always feel confident and completely unflappable on the inside. And guess what? That is not always the case. Are you surprised? I am human too. And I experience confidence and imposter syndrome just like the rest of you. So sometimes I'm feeling good. Sometimes I'm feeling doubtful. And that's why I wanted to share my story. So here's my story of my first paying client. And there's only one way to describe it. I was terrified, absolutely terrified. I needed to sign paying clients for my coaching certification program. And I stalled and I delayed and I procrastinated and I made excuses. And then the program started and there was me with zero clients and I freaked out. And here's what was weird because at the same time, I knew I was meant to be a coach, but then I had scared myself right out of doing what coaches do which is inviting people to work with them and signing clients so you can help them. So that was it. I doubled down. I invited people. 
I asked for recommendations. And in fact, that was exactly how I signed my first client. She was referred to me by a colleague. And that was many years ago now. And funnily enough, every six months or so, we still coach together for a few sessions from time to time, just when it's time for her to work on her next new challenge. So that is my story. Now let's hear from the other experts. Monique, can you tell me uh, the story of how you signed your first paying client? Wow, <laughs> that's bringing me back. It, it was really an interesting moment for me because I was, I hadn't started my business as a mentor of speakers yet, um, but I knew that I had something really important to share. And I was invited to church one morning and the minister was a woman and her content was really transformative and and i was so inspired but her voice was in trouble and um i did something i very rarely do i i walked up to her and i said hi my name is monique mcdonald and i'm an opera singer and i work with singers and speakers on their voice and I would like to help you and offer assistance if you're up for it. And she said, well, what would that look like? And we made an appointment and I just told her, and then I found out she had done two other services that morning. Oh, wow. And I, I just shared with her that what she does is too important. She needed to really think about how important her voice is to what she does. And um, she said, okay, what, what should I do? And I sort of created a program for her on the spot. <laughs> when I said, okay, we're going to start by meeting every week. And then we're going to go to every, you know, twice a month. And we're going to do this and this and this. And she said, okay, how much is it? And I was like, oh no, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> So I just came up with something and I said 500 a month. And she said, yes. And that's how it all started. And she's one of the first testimonials I ever had. She invited me to be on her podcast channel. And I, as a guest, and then invited me to have my own podcast. We've worked together. We've co-hosted master classes together and it's just been and we're still very very good friends and it's just been a beautiful journey ah that's so great and it was because you were bold enough to stand up on your feet and walk forward and offer some help right yes, that's right so wendy i've got a question for you tell me about how you signed your first paying client and let me just um encourage you to start with a bit of a preface in that this podcast is for coaches and many of these people that are listening, they are successful people from corporate and now they're making this transition. Now I know your business and your approach is a little bit different. So please give us the, you know, sort of the framework, uh, how this fits in with you and then tell us your story with it. Certainly. 
Well, I also was corporate. I spent 20 years in Fortune 500 companies, uh, R&D, manufacturing, supply chain, and strategy before I went out on my own uh, to run my consulting business. And I will tell you that I've yet to have a cold lead. None of my paying clients to date have been someone that wasn't somehow connected to those 20 years I spent in industry. My first paying client um, was a woman that I had worked with before I got married. And I have two pretty big children at this point. Um, But I worked very hard my entire career to manage my brand, to be reliable, to be someone who gets the job done, to be someone who says she's going to do something and then follows through and does it with excellence. And when I publicized that I was going out to run this new business on my own, someone from very early in my career said, wow, this is the opportunity I have to get to work with Wendy again. That was on the consulting part of the business. My very first speaking client um, was with a company that I worked with years ago in my career. The Women's Resource Group, through a a network with the Society of Women Engineers, I had stayed connected to some of the women at that company, and they brought me in before making FlexWork even published so that I could be their fall speaker. They have a book club. They were so supportive, and they signed up for a book sight unseen right? They knew my, what I was doing and they knew the passion that I would bring to it and were willing to take a risk on me. And I will say that that is the way every one of my clients has, has happened. I now get clients through clients, clients, but none of, I don't think anybody just goes and Googles Wendy cock and says, what am I going to do? Right? Like, what can I do with her? It just doesn't happen. And Back to this uh, intentional, right? I mean, you had a personal brand that you cultivated. And a lot of that personal brand sounds like it was very much about integrity. You know, I do what I say I'm going to do when I'm going to do it. And I do it really, really well. People don't forget that. They also don't forget the folks that they've met who have a big song and dance and then somehow disappear when the work needs to be done. And so... There is no accident that you create clients and contracts in that way. It's because you've been creating them your entire career. Just That's didn't right. know it prior, right? Like you didn't realize that at this point, this was going to happen. But you started with that. Again, it's that word intentional that you shared with us on a prior episode. And that really drove everything for you. Anything else to add? You know, Candy, you you hit on something there. Um, I'm actually in the midst of my second book. Uh, it doesn't have a title yet, but uh, it is very much about being intentional with your career. It's this idea that if you run your career as if you are a small business, it does not matter what company you are working for. You are going to deliver high quality output for them and high quality results for yourself. Yeah. And there's so much of a leadership quality there, right? I mean, it's how we think about ourselves. Like, am I, am I a cog? You know, am I that 
you know, junior project manager level two, or am I actually me Inc. And, right. and that really changes the ball game for people. Mm, Absolutely. That. So Nancy, I have a question. Can you tell me the story of how you signed your first paying client? Oh gosh, let's see. It was a long time ago. I don't even know if I remember. Um, I think that the, uh, the first client I ever received, I used to do a lot of speaking in front of groups like Chamber of Commerce and that sort of thing. And I think that's where I found my first client. They basically came up to me after my talk at the end of the meeting. And they said, you know, I'd really like to learn more about what you do. And we had coffee after that. And then the rest was history. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I don't go in for a lot of these sales tactics. Um, they don't seem to work well for me. Uh, as a human design specialist, I know why now, because I'm a generator and generators can't initiate. But when I meet with somebody on a one-on-one -on -one basis and I'm just, you know, listening to what they're, um, you know, wrestling with at, at the moment and talking with them one-on-one, -on -one, I have a lot of success landing them as a client. And that's pretty much what happened in that case. I was uh, having coffee and we were just talking about things and they just decided they wanted to work with me. So that was great. And I love it that it can be as simple as that. So often it we is complicated, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I have something I can help you. And then they want it. It's so amazing. right? <laughs> it is really. <laughs> and you know, that's one of the secrets. Um, and one of the things I really love about the human design work that I do with my clients, because it helps them tap into what's natural for them. A lot of the sales processes that we have been taught and are uh, in use today really only help one type. And that makes up 9% of the population. So the rest of us don't have a lot of success what's being taught with what's being taught out there. And it's very frustrating. And then we start feeling maybe bad about ourselves. Everyone else can do this. Why can't I? When in fact, everybody's wired a little bit differently and it makes a difference to work with your, I'm sorry, we have a tornado watch. Uh, it makes a, a difference to, you know, work with how you're wired and how you're here to navigate the world. This is really interesting because not specifically about sales necessarily, but I've tried these things where sometimes I want to learn a new skill and I want, you know, sort of to achieve that next thing. And it can be like, it just doesn't gel. And I, I'm not familiar with human design. Of course, I've heard the term, but I'm not familiar with how it works. And so just for the listeners, hear this, that sometimes that way is not your way. And that take heart because there is a way that works for you and you just need to find your way. So thank you for sharing that. It's really helpful. You're welcome. And if I could just add one more thing, the other piece about it is when you know something's not right for you and you find what is right, trust yourself. Mm. If it yeah. goes against what everybody else is doing, but it feels really right for you, trust yourself. Mm. Yeah, that's really, that's really profound. So Mia, I have a question for you. Can you tell me the story of how you signed your very first paying client? Yeah, it's funny. When I when I knew that you were going to ask me this, I was like, I wonder if I'm going to have to lie. <laughs> I don't know if I remember. But here's Fun. something I will say. Isn't this, the, and this is why. 
Um, so I feel like the story is in coaching gets told a lot of the coach that goes from court, uh, corporate and then becomes a coach or does something and then becomes a coach. And my truth was I was an entrepreneur and then I became a coach, right? I had this design company. So I was working with people one-on-one and I know that a lot of coaches get taught to start with, you know, seeing one-on-one clients and then move to group programs. And I like question that a lot because I did question it. I literally didn't do it, but I'm, I wonder I'm not like the most rebellious person. So I got told that, but I wonder if the reason that I didn't actually do it was because I had already seen one-on-one clients in another capacity. And I was just kind of done with that model. And so I went right into groups. So I would say that um, I do remember the first group I created. I do remember it being like noticing that it was much harder and smaller than I thought it would be. Um, And the other thing I will say about it is that I did not yet have the confidence and I think yet to, um, to stick to my price. So the one thing I do remember I did is I sort of gave everybody a different price just so that they would come in. So I remember that about it. I was like, yeah, you pay that, you pay that, you know, it was all a bit wishy-washy, which I would not recommend. <laughs> Makes it very difficult administratively and you get an invoice and you get yeah. an invoice. Right? Well, and then you don't, and then you don't know what you did. So it like, you really, you know, like it can cause all sorts of problems, you know, post-it but. notes. It's all the post-it notes for the new coaches, yes. right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Ah, and I think that you're really, um, you really got something here about having been a longstanding entrepreneur who worked with, you know, more singular clients. Because I do recommend that new coaches start one-on-one. Yeah. And specifically because there's less admin time, like you make the connection with the person, you work with the person, you hone your craft, you get good at what you do. But it's the deciding what's right for you and then going with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Nina, I have a question for me. Could you tell me the story of how you signed your very first paying client? I remember very clearly. I mean, um, I remember actually my first paying long-term client. Because when I started, I had an Upwork account, but I was only landing like short gigs, short-term gigs, uh, short projects. And I knew that I can help my clients, I don't know, do their admin. But um, then I joined some Facebook groups And I was actually overwhelmed when someone posted a job and then you had like 50, 100 responses. I want to help. I want to help. And I was like, how actually one will stand out when all of them are general VAs? Mm -hmm. And what I did, I mean, I was following people and I learned that you have to niche down. So I thought, okay. This is what I'm going to do. So every money that I got, I was investing in 
courses. So I took courses on Pinterest, on WordPress, on building sales funnels. But still, it was not enough for me to market myself as having this new skill. Because to be honest, I my confidence was so, so low. I don't know why I did not trust it myself. And then at some point, I watch a webinar that was promoting this course on podcast pitching. And this time, the course was different because the course had two parts, one for the VA and one for the client. And then I went into the Facebook group and I thought, you know what, this is my chance. I'm going to ask here is if someone is interested in bartering I'm going to barter my services in exchange for the course. And luckily, this amazing client said yes. And then in a few weeks, she referred me to a friend of hers. And this is how I started my business. Oh, that's so great. Yes. Let me tell you, then I had a conversation with her and she also told me that She was a little bit afraid of doing that because obviously she did not know me. It was just that post that I made in the Facebook group and she had her doubts, but she said, okay, let's do it. And it was amazing for both of us. Well, Lisa, I have a question for you. Tell me the story of how you signed your very first client. It was actually a friend of mine. Uh, I was, you know, so excited about being a coach and telling everybody about it. And uh, so I have a health coaching certification and a life coaching one. And so she was super excited. I remember, she was just like, "Coach me, coach me! Like, when can I? Can I give your client?" And I'm like, "Well, like, I was a little bit hesitant because I was like, let me get my, let me get certified first. You know, make sure I got all my ducks in a row and know what I'm doing." And she was really like, yes, it's like whenever like you're ready, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. So she was super excited. And that was awesome to have someone that was so who I knew and I felt comfortable with and was excited to do it with me. And uh, yes, she was, she was my first band client. And I think that was a great one. <laughs> oh, that's great. And so I love this story. And this is like the number one question that so many of my listeners have is how do I find paying clients? And what I noticed that you said is that what you did is you were enthusiastic about what you were doing. You were walking the walk, you were learning your stuff, you were practicing, you were improving. And just in that alone, that is the thing that attracted her to you right? Now, like, of course, she loved you and she's a friend anyway. But the biggest thing is that you, how you felt, right? Like if you're feeling like this is amazing, people want that. They want amazing. They're tired of, you know, old vanilla, um, white bread, nothing exciting happening in their life. So that's the thing, you know, that's the story. And I was talking about it all the time because I was just so excited about it. And I was like, well, I'm doing everything that I'm teaching. And so you like, I'm not, I do this. And I didn't know about that. And I was just like, it was the topic of almost everybody I met. But then ah, that's great. Tired, but yeah. Oh, Donna, I have another question for you here. Could you tell me the story of how you signed your first paying client? 
Oh, that was so crazy. A friend of mine, um, I wasn't even actually in business yet. I was muddling my way through whether I really wanted to try and do this. I'd been an executive in multiple industries my whole life and a coach and a teacher in international school settings. I'd never, um, and I'd been an entrepreneur. I'd owned a travel agency for a number of years. And I I thought, okay, I, I, I need to come out of the closet I'm a, a healer and a psychic medium and an empath and all of these things that I had been closeted for most of my life. Only very few people knew it. And a friend of mine said, look, I've got this friend that's really in trouble and I I she need I can't do anything. I, I need you to talk with her and help her. I think you can show her the way. And I said, sure, I'll talk to her. And I talked to her and it went brilliantly. And two days later, I opened my bank account and there was $500 there. And I went, what? Where did this come from? And I called up this lady and I said, you don't owe me anything for doing this. And she said, are you kidding me? If you are not charging for this and you are not getting paid for your wisdom and the healing that you bring to people, then you need to give your head a shake and get yourself a kick in the butt. (laughs) And and I'm not taking it back. So you just better keep it. And I was like, ah, there's another imposter syndrome moment, right? I I had declared this, I had created it, I was doing it. And yet I wouldn't accept that I was it. Right. And that it could have, you know, it could have been $50 or $500 or $5,000. It doesn't matter. It was that transition for you between, I just did this out of desire out of the goodness of my heart out of you needed help and I could help you right and so many new coaches new entrepreneurs new consultants they do this they just they know they can help they offer they overgive right like overgive and then don't allow the receiving and that creates this weird kink in the universe right like it's like if i give 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 because i love to give and i love to support people but i never allow well then guess who i'm you know ultimately i'm robbing somebody else of their ability to say thank you thank you for this wonderful thing that you supported me with and so often when we're thinking of signing clients we're thinking very mm, transactional as opposed to this flow the give and the take so thank you i really appreciate that Mm. absolutely i think too that you need to somehow get out of your own way and any negative mindsets of value that you've placed on who you are and what your services are. My husband has the most beautiful saying, um, I'm a really great giver myself, and yet I'm not as able to receive, I feel sometimes. And he used to say, Donna, get out of your way. To give a gift is to receive a gift. To receive a gift is to give a gift. Mm. Yeah. That's so true when you're an entrepreneur starting out and you don't have the the spiritual stamina to set a value and worth on your services. Mm-hmm. And the words that you used are really specific, value on your services, never a value on yourself, right? Yes. Because we can't, it's impossible to set a value on our being and who we are. Mm, thank you. Susan, can you tell me the story of how you signed your very first paying client. 
Hmm. Well, actually, I can tell you one. I, I don't remember who's the first paying client because I've done an evolution over 30 years from financial industry and coaching and mixing the two and then coming to just one. But I had one client in particular that um, is has become a true gem. And she cold called me, which really surprised me because that's not that does not normally happen, but she cold called me. She found me on a list of certified financial planners and she was going through a divorce and in arbitration and just in tears because she didn't understand anything of what was happening or what was being said. And we talked for quite a while on the phone. I explained to her what I did and how I combined. Um, it's a coaching practice, not just financial advice and teaching you how to feel comfortable with money, how to get empowered to make decisions and what have you. And the more we talk, the more she's like, oh my gosh, where have you been? Sign me up. How much is it? And I'll pay it right now. <laughs> and I about fell over backwards. I was like, wow, this is, I've never landed a client like this before. <laughs> and she signed up and we did um, we like double and tripled up on our appointments initially so that she could get on track with the divorce um, very quickly. Her soon-to-be ex-husband was kind of caught off guard by the fact that she suddenly knew what she was saying and that she could ask questions. And <laughs> it kind of changed the outcome tremendously for her. And so now we've been working ever since then on the practical side of putting her finances together, understanding all of that and combining that with, you know, her life goals and, and how she's being an empowered individual woman now. Yeah. And so that was my exciting sign up for a client that just came out of the blue. <laughs> I love that. And I also have, um, I, I love, so first off is I love to hear about people who have been, you know, sort of at a financial disadvantage maybe because they didn't need to understand that depending on where they were in their relationship, but then they, you know, take, take it and learn and really grow into being the powerful individual they can. And I also know that at some level we create every single client that we receive. Do you have any inkling? Like, I know that you say that she came out of the blue, but you created her. How did you do that? Any thoughts about it? A lot of it is how you think yourself, how you put your thoughts and your energy out to the universe. And that's how things come back to you. So I, I know I was writing descriptions too that said, tried to explain the difference of my coaching and everything, but she didn't see a website or anything else. And I just think that the energy that gets put out there and she had the energy out there of what she needed. And I think, you know, when both sides are open and not shut down, I think you can receive that energy and that that happens. Yeah, I would agree with you. And, and it's interesting that we sometimes don't see that connection in the, you know, in the outer world, right? Like, but you were doing the work and you were fine tuning your message by the sounds of it. And growing yourself, evolving your practice, and somehow you showed up differently. And then you guys were just the perfect match for that moment, right? Mm -hmm. I love it. 
That's so great. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for this special roundtable episode. I was so pleased to interview these amazing experts who each bring such a wealth of experience. Tune in next week. I've got more exciting episodes coming your way. Talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be. Music